Are you paying too much for your home and auto insurance? At Caleb Holloway State Farm, you're a one-quick-click call and quote away for some serious savings. Visit www.calebholloway.net or call 706-406-2111 for all of your home, auto, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, Caleb Holloway State Farm is there. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Rob from Cigar Store Idiots. You may be asking yourself what Moonwalker Delta 8 is. Moonwalker is the industry leader in Delta 8 THC products, an emerging category pushing the boundaries of the cannabis plant. By expertly combining terpenes with complementary flavors, Moonwalker represents the absolute pinnacle of Delta 8 THC products, all engineered for pure bliss and joy. If you have any questions or concerns about the legality of Delta 8, please feel free to visit moonwalker.com backslash pages backslash legal. Coming to you on a beautiful Friday morning here on Broad Street. Is it Friday? It's Friday. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's Friday, Craig. Friday. <laughs> I have no idea. Payday. Well, welcome to another episode of Cigar Store Idiots Podcast. Thank you, everybody, for coming in and listening. Uh, you, sir, are. I'm Tyler. And you, sir, are. I'm Ed. And you, sir, are. We don't know yet. We don't know yet. Uh, undisclosed uh, from parts I may of have, home. Yeah, yeah, I may have a podcast somewhere. <laughs> you, this guy may sound familiar, so we're just going to roll with it. We're just we'll gonna release it, it and let the, the people do what they may. That's right. We're going to throw ourselves at the mercy of the court, whatever that means. So what's going on, everybody? Hanging in there like a hair in a biscuit. What about you, Ed? Man. It's been a it's been a damn week. Yep. It's been a damn week. I can say that. It's uh You know we talked about the other day we was talking about them sex dolls. <laughs> yeah. I said uh had had a uh, we was judging the guy. I was judging was thinking, him. I was yeah, judging yeah. the shit out of him. Like, who is gonna spend that kind of money on something, you know, a doll to fuck and I remember telling you that. <laughs> If my life would have worked out a little bit differently, I might have been one of them customers. <laughs> <laughs> well, here we are. <laughs> I mean, you can get it. What you can get that? What is it? The Jenna Jameson? Uh, what? What the extreme? Yeah. What for five grand? Five grand? Five well, grand. Yeah. I mean, if you cut that up in twelve months, yeah. I mean, is that going out payment plan? Is that going out to eat? Like, depends. Once, depends on if you like latex. If you like latex. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Sorry. Hey, Raj, with, Raj with the oil in the latex sheets. <laughs> Does she come with uh, rubber sheets? <laughs> I got a twin. I got a twin size. <laughs> Here's my thing is it couldn't, it could never be. Now, I don't know what the rest of these people are doing with these things, but if I was ever actually get one, it seems like it would so serve multi purposes. It would. 
I wouldn't just get that thing out. What are you supposed to do with it, really? Besides, when you're not, besides yes. the obvious. When you're not inside of it, what are you supposed to be doing with it? Put you that just, bitch in the car and ride around. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm thinking. You'd be sweet to her. Hey, right? HOV yeah. lane, man. Get you in the HOV That's lane. Right. Yeah, yeah you're, you could always be in a carpool lane. You could. Well, I would do shit like I would probably go up here and throw her off one of them buildings on Broad Street. Just <laughs> And make a big scene about it. I said, don't you ever burn my biscuit, bitch. <laughs> Throw her off the road. I'll, look, I, I have a friend of mine. This this really happened. I had a friend of mine. They were down in Florida, and they were staying in a con, like one of the condos. Um, I don't know which one it was. This is a long time ago, and I'll never say your name, so don't ever worry. The place I'm, sh- I'm sure is still looking for you. Uh, <laughs> this could this could be our what the Florida moment. I have a I have another what the Florida. We'll get it. We'll put this one on there too. Um, a friend of mine was on vacation and he had, uh, the family had bought a cantaloupe for breakfast. Okay. And he takes one of the towels from the bathroom and wraps the cantaloupe up in it. And they're staying way up, like the 13th floor. And he throws the cantaloupe <laughs> over the rail down where the pool and everything is. And uh, the girl that went with him screamed, my baby. <laughs> and then he hit the ground. <laughs> And we hit the ground and made a loud pop, and oh. people started running and throwing up and crying. Terrible. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was, and and seriously, the police was like scouring, oh, scouring the hotel, oh, looking God. for who threw it, threw that cantaloupe off. That, that is yeah. hilarious. So you, you sick, <laughs> twisted fuckers out there, do not do this. Uh, unless you're really drunk and don't have anything better to do. And you want to watch maybe a hundred people run and scream and throw up at the pool. Man, that's great. Yeah. Tyler, you got anything going on over there? Man, <laughs> man I ain't been up this early in a while. How are you going to top that? How are you going to? I know. We, uh, Tyler and I went out yesterday. We had a, we got in a neighborhood. We were checking some roofs after for some storm damage. And some, some roofing company, if you can call them that, had went in and just demolished these roofs. So like six houses that they had just ruined, uh, got on the roof and ruined the shingles. Um, folding them up with a spatula. I was told that, uh, a guy was a guy that I know was actually doing a roof in the neighborhood and he was sitting up on the pitch of the house and watching this guy walk, walk around with a spatula and a piece of chalk. And he would, he would raise up the shingle and crease the shit out of it. And then he'd draw chalk on it. Oh, that's a wind damage shingle. So we saw that, uh, first time that's, I say it's the equivalent of somebody going up there with a hammer and smacking the roof with a hammer uh, for hail damage. It's, it's kind of, I mean, it's just, it was terrible. It's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's physically impossible for the shingles to be messed up on certain slopes. And uh, Linear. Were. Linear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what no one, that's what I, like, just, hey, dumbass, do you really think it took out 27 in line? Yeah, I mean, you can see where the guy walked. Like he stayed in all the safe places. Yeah, he was, was pretty in, ridiculous. Yeah. And then uh, he probably got one of those giant boxes of sidewalk chalk and used every fucking piece on one roof. Out of every color of the spectrum <laughs> on that roof. Yeah. Man, y'all about made me spit it because I could just see him up here. Oh, yeah. big ass fucker done running out of four colors. He's like, well, I'm down to brown. <laughs> I can't use this one. <laughs> so, but yeah, uh, yeah, we see some crazy shit, man. It's, it's kinda, I'm just dealing it's with the public. It's disappointing. Anytime, yeah. I, and I. Honest to God, think that everyone in America should have to work some kind of public service job for at least six months, and everybody would be nicer because the shit that you see, you're like. Sometimes you're like, I couldn't make this up if I had like 
my head on fire like Richard Pryor doing cocaine. <laughs> yeah. There's no way some of this stuff. But your Florida story, I can't top it. But, but we were down there when I was in high school, and we got up early. We thought we were getting up early. So it's about 10 o'clock. We're sitting on the balcony. We look down. Dude, there is a guy in the pool, and he was from that day forward, every day we saw this guy with a damn watermelon on his head. On his head? He had cut a watermelon in half <laughs> and put half a, he like scraped it out and he wore that as his hat. Why? I just, I don't he's know. He's an innovator. He, he was in the pool then, like, he with was a in watermelon that pool on his head? With a watermelon on his head for like 10 hours a day drinking Paps Blue Ribbon. <laughs> just hammer. And it's, you know, it's July in Florida. It's it, like 4,000 yeah, degrees. Yeah, it's hot. I, I would have I would have just been tempted to go up to him and be like, "What is wrong with you, man?" We talked to him. He just, did, yeah, but we never we didn't have the balls to ask him why he had a yeah. watermelon. I'd have asked him for a bite. He's like, "You want to see uh, the collection of dead women I have in my hotel room?" <laughs> probably right. <laughs> I have a skin dress, <laughs> <laughs> a belt made out of nipples, or <laughs> <laughs> titty on the shelf. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like people, people have like a, 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 a bust of somebody's face. Like who was that? BTK that did that. And he convinced his wife that that was a paperwork yeah, someone gave him. No, yeah. honey, that yeah. is That's a dead woman's titty he stuffed. He cut off and yeah. stuffed, yeah. And put it on the mantle, and you walk by it. Probably yeah. flicked the nipple a time or two and made a <laughs> joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This, this song at the beginning, the thing, she's like, <laughs> and they're, like, they're watching The Godfather, like, she's looking, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah great. Uh, speaking of The Godfather. <sighs> Uh, what's some of your, what's some of your your favorite mob movies, fellas? I'm gonna oh, get man. shot, but my favorite one is Goodfellas. Ah, no, that's good. That's my favorite. That's my go-to. What about you, Ed? Yep, uh, Goodfellas is a good one. Um, I was a big Sopranos fan as well, yeah, and it was here. out. Yeah, uh, I liked same it. here. Talk That's one of them shows you could start back from season one and, and start over. It, yeah, and pick it, it up may be something. Time. Yeah. yeah, it may yeah. be time for me to do that. So, tell you yeah. what, you watch any mob movies? I can't say I've ever watched a mob movie. God, I did such oh, an injustice man. raising this. You know what? Now used to. Now I don't know if they still do it, but during the summer, USA used to play the Godfather series. Oh, like, like every other week, and you could catch all of it. It'll probably yeah. be on Memorial Day. Um, yeah, the spend, first one. Spend Memorial Day weekend with the Godfather. First and second one. You yeah. know, I can get behind them. the third one. The third one, I'm just yeah, like, it was just shite. shite. Yeah, but yeah, I, I would say Casino. I like Casino. Yeah, Casino was great. Um, that Mulholland Falls is kind of a it's more L.A. gangster than it is the mafia. But yeah, there's some good ones out there. there. I was thinking on the way over here about some good movies. About I, I'll tell you, a, a Bronx Tale was good, man. That yeah. was a good one too. So yeah, it was. Uh, the reason I the reason that I mean I don't know why. American culture is so fascinated with the mafia. Um, they, uh, they're, they're kind of the mafia is kind of glorified in uh, in movies and TVs, and so you, you you find yourself watching those shows and you end up rooting for the bad guys. You know, you're kind of like, oh man, it would be cool to be one of those to, man, be, I was, to live that life. I was so stupid that when I was watching that stuff, I started thinking like. Oh yeah, I can. I can. I'm gonna become some kind of member of the mafia or yeah. some, some sort. And so I started like acting like I wore like, real nice clothes and stuff when I went out and shit like that and slicked my hair back. And yeah. He's like, he's like, uh, yeah. what do you mean I'm fucking funny? <laughs> yeah. What do you, what do you mean yeah, I'm funny? Stuff like you that. Think, you think no. I'm funny? <laughs> Here's your fucking pen. <laughs> so, but uh, 
Nah, yeah. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> and you got Ray, Ray Liotta laughing. You can stick a cantaloupe in his mouth. Yeah, I was a, I was a mafia don, but uh, during the day I ran the weed eater from Martin's Real Estate. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. The people's like, I've seen that guy somewhere before. Hell yeah, yeah. You yeah. see me? I was up there. I was weed eating Myrtle Hill. <laughs> <laughs> I can see. I can see Ed showing up in a fucking nice ass suit, <laughs> black wing tips. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, with grass clippings all over the bottom of <laughs> I just put my weed eater up and picked up my Tommy gun. Y'all fuckers got that any guy, heroin? That guy's cologne smells awful like, like fresh cut grass. I don't know what it is. I just... So, well, I got it at a yard sale. This old fella passed away next door. <laughs> well, it wasn't really a yard sale. His back door was open. And nobody was there, and he was dead. <laughs> Police didn't even know he's dead yet. <laughs> I just stepped right over him. <laughs> well, sometimes you got good timing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's uh, one person's tragedy is another person's uh, is uh, come up. Come up. So, um. <laughs> So with the mafia, we're dealing with it, these things that, that happen, uh, and we'll just kind of go into. Um, it, it, do I get to screw this name up, or do you get to screw this you name up? You get this. Yeah. I, you want me to do the hit the little history that I found? Yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. So before we get started with all us nice Southern gentlemen <laughs> destroying <laughs> the Italian language, and it, look, allegedly we. <laughs> yeah, we need to throw allegedly. <laughs> we allegedly. I mean, I can say ravioli. <laughs> <laughs> Spaghetti. <laughs> Spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the history of the Sicilian Mafia was characterized by the so-called rural mafia, and this was a local phenomenon that started in the 1860s when Sicily actually actually joined the Italian state. Now, before this, it was basically a feudal system. Everybody hated everybody. But these, when capitalism took over the island, Private buyers were unable to protect their lands from thieves, so they formed this rural mafia. And then Sicilian landowners and private businesses would turn to these protectors, and they would take up, you know, protecting businesses and stuff like that. So that's how they kind of got started. It, while it was a good idea, it kind of got out of hand, out of hand, big time. So then. They took up, basically, at that time, in the early 1900s, you would know who was in the Sicilian Mafia by the Sicilian hat they wore. And it was a specific type of hat. And then they also carried... Not a flat-bill drugger hat. No. no. Okay. With your ears tucked in on the side. <laughs> Take your hat off, Ed. <laughs> uh, but they basically unified Italy for the poor. And they were kind of the modern day Robin Hood, and it kind of just went out of, I don't know, it got out of hand because just like everything else that power starts hungry. off, power and money yeah, will fuck up money. everything. Yeah. So true, yeah. it's kind of like what you're saying is they they basically built a, 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 I guess like a political system in in it, it, which was very much needed, but even as as today, you see. Uh, letting politicians get too involved in things cause lots of fucking problems. So, yep. so just you know, history, thing, history repeats itself. Yeah, and it it goes back to the you know money and power, mm -hmm. money or power drunk and money hungry, and you make these stupid ass decisions that 
ultimately basically changed the course of history for Sicily. Sicily. And before everybody got here, I just looked at one province, one province in Sicily, which Sicily's tiny. If you look on the map, how small Sicily is. Mm Mm-hmm. In the one province, there was 11 mafia families, one province, and there's like seven or eight. So you're talking 90, probably excess of 80 plus, just to say 80 to 90 mafia, legitimate mafia families mm-hmm. on that island. Yeah. And Sicily, as a state, is trying to change their identity, and I'm like, well, hell no, I'm not ever going there. Yeah. Because what if I look at somebody wrong or I, I give the wrong sign? I'm in okay yeah. not fucking cut my head off. Yeah. yeah. They're like, hey, I heard y'all's podcast. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. You're just making yeah. fun of my you, you uh, fucking funny. You ravioli. Think, you yeah. think you're funny? You think you're funny now? <laughs> yeah. You know what's crazy? Where's the ravioli guy? Spell ravioli. <laughs> you talk about just how many of those mafia families there were now. And now all it is, the mafia is a, a bunch of 16-year-old white boys with their shirts off. And at the bottom of the picture on Facebook, it says La Cosa Nostra. <laughs> <laughs> and that's really about all that's left of the mafia. Yeah. <laughs> Some white kid from Jersey thinks he's a, a wise guy over here. Yeah. yeah. And, and sadly, I mean, and we'll get in, we'll dig in this a little bit deeper too, but, uh, you know, if you think the mafia is gone and dead and it, they're they're not around anymore, well, you're wrong. <laughs> so yeah, they just got smarter. They got smarter, you know. and they uh, instead of it being a bloodbath uh, of 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 blood in the streets, it's now basically turned into uh, their their head of uh, politic politics and finance. So in the world, so and I didn't know this until I started looking at it, but car, you know, big time U.S. Mafia bosses Carlo Gambino and Joseph Bonanno actually fled Sicily to uh, get away from Mussolini because Mussolini was persecuting all the mafia families. Oh, and he uh, took over. Well, you, because he was trying to take all the, the power. Yeah. yeah, he. Yeah, yeah. So that makes sense. And then yep. they said there was two families: uh, Niccolo, Nicolo, and Vito Rizzuto. They went and started their mafia factions in Canada. Mm-hmm. So you're that's four big time mafia May, bosses. Yeah. And and they and they uh, they started a huge under underworld you know crime organization. Yeah, was started in it, a large area, not much much larger than Sicily. Yeah, and that's the thing people always think about in the states. And I know we're jumping back and forth, but in the states you kind of think of New York and Chicago, but and they were everywhere. They yeah. run during Prohibition. They were running Al Capone's liquor to the Texas. Yeah. So I mean, he was making. I heard. I listened to a podcast, and he could have avoided the tax evasion if he had paid at the time, and then it was a hundred thousand dollar penalty. And he in he, the thirties, and he that's had, like damn near nine hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, now. and he had it. he had it. Yeah, he had it. He was clearing three hundred thousand dollars back then. Yeah, and he would leave Chicago winters and stay in Florida. Yeah. I mean, but it goes back. Yeah, I had all this power and all this money, and just let it get to your head and you, be you, stupid. You start thinking you're untouchable, and it's like people that rob. You know, you rob diamond shops and go. You know, he embezzled seven point eight billion dollars. Well, hey, buddy, at when you didn't get called at two point four million, you might have thought, hey, I'm just gonna stop. But no, you got greedy. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, you see it. 
the mafia. Every, the mafia was the first to do it, right? The first organized crime, and they are pretty much crime. Crime. Yeah. laid out the yeah. groundwork, and yeah. they run it like a business. Yeah, yeah. And it, family or not, you fuck up, you're dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're I mean, paying. they take care of it. If you ain't got the money, you, you're paying in blood. Yep. <laughs> so, yep. Um, we uh, and I ran across this story. Um, I want to say I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say that I will say this name wrong, uh, because it's just because that's what I do, man. I just say. Say the wrong thing. Bataglia. It's a Bataglia, definitely the last name. Uh, <laughs> Le- I got the easy part out. Le- Lizia, <laughs> is yeah, that Lizia. fair? Lizia Bataglia was a, uh, she was, not, I don't know if she was so much a journalist. She just was a philanthrop- philanthropist photographer. And she left her husband in 71 to move back to Sicily mm-hmm. to start documenting. Yeah, she's documenting and photographing the Sicilian mob and the rise to power. So, um you know, in the 1980s, uh, the Sicilian mob controlled 80% of the heroin in the northeastern United States. And just like movies go, they distributed that heroin at uh, multiple pizzerias around the area. That was their um, cover. That's my favorite pizza topping. Yeah, heroin. <laughs> a little black, yeah. I, can I get a little black tar and a little, little sprinkle? Purple? Yeah. This, this, ain't, this ain't balsamic vinaigrette reduction. <laughs> <laughs> I'm throwing up on myself. <laughs> I'm, I'm seizing. <laughs> Why is that baby car- crawling on the ceiling? Uh, uh, but yeah, so she she started documenting everything, and she she documents um, you know people that just were depressed and struggling, you know, battered wives, uh, murders in the streets, uh, photos of. Uh, people breaking down at funerals. And kids holding those two kids holding. holding up. Yeah, he couldn't be what ten, eleven. No, you see the kid with the pantyhose on his head. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So she was documenting all this. She spent most of her uh, eighty-one years documenting and uh, photo- uh, photographing the, the Sicilian mob. Um, uh, I'm trying to go back to where we we left. Um. um Anybody? Anybody? <laughs> crickets? Crickets? No, she actually started, she wanted to start, from what I read, she wanted to start a newspaper. And so somebody hired her, and she would present these uh, articles, and they're like, and where are the photos? And she's like, what are you talking about? I had no idea that I needed a photo to to correspond. And so she kind of said in the article that uh, she kind of fell into photojournalism, and so she more or less gave up the writing side of it, which she was very, you know, passionate about mm-hmm. and she started telling her stories basically through those pictures and and really you can just go through that slideshow and really those you know those pictures tell you everything you need to know about how where this where these crimes really how affected far, people. Yeah, yeah pictures worth a thousand words right yeah, yeah. and she doesn't Absolutely. do she's not big into the gore i think there was only i think there's 25 photos in that slideshow and i think there was only three or four of actual hits dead yeah. people and she but she's more telling the story of how it affected the family how it affects the kids she there was a woman that who uh she has a photo of her and her two sons laying in bed and they stay in their bedroom all day long because the mom's so distraught because yeah. her husband was killed yeah um, she even goes as far as to uh, compares uh, the Sicilian mob to uh, ISIS, and if yeah. you take a look, you take a look at how ISIS did things uh, when they were trying to take over, take power, and take control. Uh, Cold blooded killers, man, and I can't imagine uh, a Hollywood producer somewhere glorifying ISIS, making movies about ISIS, 
it just sounds completely insane for somebody to do that. But they did it with, with these mob movies, you know. And when yeah. I first read that that sentence where she ties it to ISIS, I'm like, come on, lady. And then I got to reading it, and I'm like, she's Yeah, she's spot, dead, on. spot on. She is. Yeah. She is. Uh, and then, and even, uh, you know, Martin Scorsese, who wrote The Godfather, um, it's loosely based off of uh, the Sicilian, uh, the mafia. So we had the, is it Cor- Corleonesi? Yeah, Corleonesi family is was, an actual. It was an actual family. Mm-hmm. And they actually control, they control Sicily today, unofficial. Mm-hmm. They killed all of their competition in Allegedly. the great in the great mafia wars <laughs> yeah. of the early nineties, yeah, they rose to they rose to power. They killed thousands of people, um, even you know politicians, uh, elected politicians, police officers, journalists, anybody that would expose them or try to stop them or get in their way, uh, they they did not make it. So, um, but yeah, the the Corley, Corley, Corleonesi family uh, rose to power um, during the second mafia wars. Um, and and like I said, now they 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 turn from being savage killers to uh, now they're uh, all in politics and finance, and that and which is bloody and corrupt as well. And it's all over the world, so it's not just isolated well, in, mean, in Sicily. It's all over the world. Depending on who you are and and who you would ask, I mean, you basically Hollywood found a way to glorify a cool terrorist organization yeah, before yeah. we really were able to go. Hey, that's a terrorist organization. Yeah. Now ISIS, you know, has has came within the past what ten years. Mm-hmm. Before that, uh, you know, was Al Qaeda. Mm-hmm. You say what you want, but I mean, we the ones that funded that. But yeah, yeah. If those dudes just would have wore suits in the desert, well, see, and I think of- the thing that kind of ties yep. it takes a big thing to to step back and and really see the structure as you know it is ISIS and the mafia. But I think what helped the mafia was the fact that they, when they came to power in the U.S., if they had came to power in the U.S. any other time, they would have been squashed and they would have not had the public opinion they they got. Mm-hmm. But it was during, right after the Great Depression, they mm-hmm. dressed to the nines. They took care of people. They yeah. took care of their neighborhoods. They yeah. Yep. They, they moved the liquor, and, and then it just branched out. And so, you know, I think if, again, if they had... Any other time, and I think the time was ripe for them to get the public behind them, and right. they knew that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was all strategic. They're smart. Sure. Mafia's yeah. a smart, smart. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it, they were just cool. They found a way. That was kind of like everybody wanted know. to be a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all wanted to be, even even when we watched movies. I mean, I remember about man, it'd be cool as shit to be. I no, know. you don't. I mean, you don't leave that. Just business. looking on the outside, you know, from an outside perspective, it's it's the lifestyle they live. You know, they're the upper echelon of. Society, society, yeah. yeah. That's why I was. I started wearing loafers, and then uh, somebody made me and I punched this kid in the stomach. And I ended up yeah. texting him later that day. I was like, "Man, I'm really sorry, but that was a dick move." What I did. <laughs> I bet Tony Soprano would probably have done the same thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> I expect nothing less. And, and then his last, his last word on his text was, "For good about it." For good <laughs> about, <laughs> about it. Like Donnie Brasco, that scene yeah. out of Donnie Brasco where he goes, "What's well, forget about it?" He goes, "Well, it can be," and he goes through like this, kind of like, "Dude, yeah, yeah, it can be anything." Yeah. I'd already like, came up with a name for it is to put it at the bottom hashtag second mafia yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'd like to see the younger ed slick back hair just yeah. greasing everybody he runs into total tool <laughs> <laughs> that dude's out there in a three-piece suit weed eating the sidewalk yeah. running an edger yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
with his Rayman aviators. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yes. yes. You got to have that. I got them from Road 21. <laughs> <laughs> Be honest, Ed. You got them from the Family Dollar. <laughs> they just don't hold up. No. They don't. I got several backup pairs. Yeah. I needed something to last me the summer. The sun always fades out that left lens for some reason. I don't know what happened. So. Yeah. We. And even like you know, most most of the movies that the mob movies were made were based loosely off of off specific families or specific things, you know. And you can even look at the whole Billy Bat story in a, in a, was it Casino? I want to say it was Billy Bats and Casino. Yeah, they you know when Tommy kills him. I mean that's a real thing that really happened. So yeah, yeah. but and uh, then they good took, fellows. Good fellows, good fellas, <laughs> fellows. My proper English, crikey, good fellows, uh, good fellows. That was loosely based on an informant too. Yeah, but you know, uh, Donnie Brasco, he still had a hit out on him. Call I think up nine. like two thousand and six, they were still an active hit on his yeah. ass. Well, uh, yeah, Henry Hill. I remember hearing some comedians talk about on a podcast that Henry Hill still comes out to comedy club shows and stuff like he that. Did. Like, he he fin- he did pass away though recently. He did, yeah. But yeah, no, he dude, I cannot believe the balls that guy had. Who's this well, guy? Whitey Bulger, Bulger too. Yeah, he same. used to walk around Boston. Yeah, and they hid his ass. I mean, would walk yeah. right by the FBI vans. But he, but yeah, Whitey got his when he got in prison. That was something that really always made me laugh too. Was like when the Whitey Bulger story got got big. Was kind of around this, or it, it kind of made its prominence into mainstream, you know, pop culture. And uh, then they also came out with that Boondock Saints. And so anybody that had any kind of Irish in them was automatically a yeah. fucking Irish gangster. Yeah, I'm, I'm Irish. God, yeah. people are so stupid. Aren't we stupid? It's <laughs> yeah, a fucking we species. <laughs> We're pretty dumb. <laughs> I know Wad went to that. We went to the, uh, um, what was it, East, Alcatraz East up in uh, Pigeon Forge. Yeah, that was cool. And they had all the mob, uh, they had all the mob memorabilia and, uh, they had stuff like Al Capone. They had his razor. It was gold and all kinds of stuff from his hotel. Uh, and then they had, you know, Henry Hill. They had a bunch of stuff of him, had his mug shot. Whose Tommy gun did they have? Uh, or was it, it was a Tommy gun used in Scarface? It I was, think. yeah, it was the yeah. gun used in Scarface. So, yeah. Well, supposedly that shit's loosely based off of that, off of somebody, off of a, the guy from uh, Tiger King says, you know, I'm, I didn't operate the chainsaw, but I saw the bathtub after the chainsaw was operated with. Damn, and that's in the eighties in the cocaine yeah, in Miami. Oh yeah, that's the the cocaine cowboys. Everything was yeah. I'm mean, talking about the Wild West. That's is exactly what it was in Miami. Joe Exotic was definitely involved in that. <laughs> if you've never seen the first Cocaine Cowboys, it's an eye opening experience, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then that lady that ran y'all did an episode on uh, what was the lady that you did? Griselda Blanco. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't cross that woman. She was more ruthless than the guys. Oh yeah. Yeah. She was heartless. Like, well, most women like are. Most, most <laughs> women are. Sexy God <laughs> almighty. Yeah. She was. She looked like a California raison. Damn sure did. Yep. She did. Damn sure did. That's exactly what she. Yeah. Come no, here, she, baby. Let me no, link it. Linkle. No, she was beautiful. She was beautiful. <laughs> built like a potato. She was built like a potato. <laughs> a baked potato. A mean Mean woman. fucking baked potato. <laughs> so. If you're listening, Miss Blanco, I mean no disrespect. Yeah. It, allegedly, you allegedly did all those you things. Allegedly, you did those things. We've already got a hit sent out on us. 
<laughs> Them four dumbasses are on Broad Street. <laughs> Wait, we're gonna we're not on Broad Street. That's not where we are. <laughs> Quick, well, Ed, go grab your wingtips. <laughs> Get your Myrtle Hill. We're on Myrtle Hill. <laughs> Take the high ground. <laughs> All right, so fellas, this one could be. I mean, as far as as far as a mafioso goes, uh. Everybody, you know, it's all in the movies. Everybody's seen all the movies. Um, but it's a real thing, man. It's a real thing, and it's not dead, and it's still around. And, and I believe they, they have their fingers in a lot, of, a lot of important things in the government. I think so, too. But, the, you know, right after Gotti was arrested and they thought that was going to be the end of it, they, one of his sons or one of his nephews kind of turned it to – the internet side, and they were doing a lot of embezzlement on the internet side, mm-hmm. bank card fraud and stuff like that. Ponzi schemes, yeah, yeah. And they were making. They said they were making more money after he passed away than that than they ever figured the mafia would. Well, that's the thing. There's there's always a, pl- a plan in place, I believe. And, and those guys, you know, they know when a certain person goes down or they get arrested, they've already got somebody to fill the shoes, and they've already got a, an act a plan of action to, yeah. to move to move things forward. So. Say what you will, but I mean, it's a damn good business plan. I mean, you've always got somebody next to take power. They seem to control when they take control of something. They absolutely take fucking control of it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we don't see. Well, I mean, we don't get to see it really. You you don't just see the underworld and and what goes on. But I'm I mean I'm sure that there is some sort of organized crime syndicate that moves all over. I know we used to have the mafia come through here, especially when Peggy's was around. Oh, of course. I mean, um, well, I mean, I don't know how much y'all know about the Dixie mafia, but I mean, they had very close connections in order for them to come down here. They had to work out business agreements with the Dixie mafia. So maybe that's something we could cover one day. The Dixie mafia, that whole thing with, uh, Oh, that, I'm interested because in I, the red clay, okay, that podcast. I'm interested in that. His dad was the basically the enforcer for the Dixon Mafia on the eastern side of Georgia, and then basically around the south of Atlanta, up towards that was kind of controlled by his dad and some families over there. And um, but the northeast Georgia was another family, and that's what people don't understand. They're all like, "Well, you know, Dixie Mafia, that's bullshit." No, it really happened because. It was run. A lot of it was run out of Arkansas. A lot of it was run out of Tennessee. There was two families in, that ran Arkansas and Tennessee, and then you had a couple of families, big families, run Georgia. But you, the state was kind of divided up. Gotcha. And so, yeah, I mean, anytime it was one of, I, kind of a respect thing. If you're coming through our territory, let us know, and we'll make Pay sure. Pay your tides. Yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. Come yeah. by and speak and shake the hand and kiss the baby. So. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then you got the whole other thing too with going back to Peggy's and and if you you just don't get Cuban rum during not uh, that time no <laughs> not dude. at that time you don't get Cuban rum you don't get Cuban girls working in your your brothel Man. you're connected I mean you're connected like way connected you didn't swing by the booze express it's an no. absolute damn shame that there ain't no Peggy's today. You're I'm right. gonna tell you something. Y'all find me in there broke, dehydrated. <laughs> Get this man from Gatorade. 
Oh my, God. <laughs> oh my God. Kill Cliff, man. Kill Cliff. Yeah, yeah that's what. Get you. Kill Cliff for you recovery. Gonna, you gonna need some recovery after that, Ed. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, which one? He did you died with a fistful of hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> which one did you sleep with? All of them. All of them. <laughs> man. Well, guys, I, I I appreciate y'all coming in this uh, early morning and and us knocking this thing out. It was a good time, and I uh, I look forward to all of us getting together again soon and doing this. Uh, Absolutely, making it making a habit. Mm. Yeah, man. I'm gonna bring more coffee next time. Uh, a healthy mm-hmm. habit. So yeah, maybe we'll dig into the Dixie Mafia. That's a little close to us, so maybe we don't want to talk about it. <laughs> maybe we use our screen names then. My name yeah. is Scuba Steve. My name is Jeff. <laughs> 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 oh God. Well, everybody, man, y'all take care. Have a great Memorial Day weekend, and y'all be safe. And uh, let's try to get together next week and do something. And get your fingers out of my fucking pizza pie, you piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. All right, man, y'all take care. Forget about it. Forget about it. Thank you.